Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. Hope you're all having a great week. And this week we have Robert Caswell with us. Robert is one of our now coaches who came through our mentoring program. He's one of our mentees who who came through the six-month mentorship and he's now delivering his own programs. He's leading on some of our speciality programs of Boxing for Parkinson's and one of our SEN youth programs. And soon, hopefully, once the schools are back, we'll be getting him back into schools. Rob is an active elite-level boxer for St Mary's ABC, where I coach him as well. So I've known Rob for quite a few years now, and he's um, he's certainly a lad that has that boxing has brought the best out in him and developed him into the young person he's become today. So please enjoy yourself, get a cup of tea, sit back, and enjoy the podcast. Hey Rob, how you doing buddy? All good mate, yourself? Yeah, all good mate, yeah, just getting everything set and ready to rumble. Yeah. How, how, how you been? Had a good day at work today? A long one, a very long, long one. one. <laughs> what time did you finish today? Uh, half twelve. <laughs> oh god, you, you, you live in the life you are mate, aren't you? It's a hey, tough life. God, you got a tough life you have, yeah, brilliant, <laughs> excellent. Okay then, buddy. So I've got you on the podcast, obviously, to talk about like you came through our mentoring program. So we're just going to talk a bit about like who, you, like your your journey through boxing, what boxing's done for you, and then talk about the process of the mentoring scheme that we run and how you've got on since then, because now you're you're delivering your own programs, you're leading on your own now, aren't you? So yeah, yeah um, I'm leading. So, yeah, so we're just going to get get into that, so you can let our listeners know like what we've how we've kind of went around the men- mentoring program and, and bringing young people through like yourself. So so let's start with um, talking about your journey as a boxer because you're still an active elite level boxer. Yeah. Um, like how did you get into boxing? What's your journey? Start from right from the so, beginning. Um, I started when I was 10. So um, I went down Johnny Armour's gym to start with. You know, the St. Mary's boxer, ex-world yep. champion Johnny Armour. So I went down there to learn. I was down there for a good few weeks. And then he said, I think you got to that level where you need to move on to an amateur club. Yeah. So he said, St. Mary's is where you need to go. He used to box down St. Mary's, of course. So I went down there. Uh, I can remember it the first day down the gym. I walked straight in. The smell was weird. And like, the club. <laughs> Still the smells the same there now. Yeah. And um, I went down there. Dan was coaching down there at the time. He was taking the beginners, so I started down there. A few months went on, I got moved up to the like the, the boxing session. <clears throat> and that's like two different kettle of fishes, isn't it? Like beginners. Yeah. And, so, yeah, I got moved up. Um, had my first fight not very long after, won that. And my Did second you first bout at 10? Uh, 11, I think it was. 11. Yeah, because well, I remember seeing a picture of you when, after your first bout. You're tiny, it's hilarious. Yeah, I was, I was thinking I was about 30 kilos, I think. <laughs> was you? Was you really? 30, 30 kilos? 28, 30. So, oh, God, yeah. yeah. I had a few skills first. Yeah. Uh, Moat Park for, against a West Tree kid, and, and I just stuck with it, yeah. And you now, stuck with it. 40 bouts later. 40 bouts later, and now you're an elite level boxer, aren't you? Yeah. So, you've had, uh, you've had, obviously had your ups and downs as a boxer. You've, yeah. But you're one lad that's that's had it tough, haven't you? you yeah. Know what I mean? like, as in, 
the level of opposition you have boxed since day one yeah. has been has been they've been all really good kids, haven't they? I think I worked out the other day that I boxed at least thirty national champions, I think. Yeah, yeah, must I'm have. Must have them lines. Yeah, absolutely. You must have. Because you've you've yeah. literally you've you have, haven't you? You've had it to, and that's why you've got you've got a traditional like amateur boxers record though, half and half. Yeah. Like you've yeah. got an half and half record, which is perfect. and that's why like you're coming into your 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 yourself now as an elite level boxer, you're starting to like it's like we, me and Dan used to say about you, a light switch is gonna go on one day. Yeah, that's like, that's and what everyone said. Yeah, you know, like everyone said, everyone said like it will come, it will come and I just stuck with it. Yeah. And like yeah. the people are boxed four or five years ago are not boxing anymore. No, that's right. And, yeah. and you've, you've with kept it, with it. And now, now yeah. you're starting to like, you've had your best start to, before the pandemic, obviously, yeah. but, but you had your best start to a season this season, haven't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm unbeaten this year and, and then unbeaten, obviously yeah. what happened happened, but yeah. No, that's it. No, you you have you're coming into yourself, and it and it's so and it's true because we've spoken about. It. I think I've spoken about you on the podcast before, um, where I said like how you've stuck with it when you could have quite easily have walked away after oh, the beatings that you've taken in sparring, yeah. the like the losses that you've taken, like like against really good opposite. You could have gone this ain't for me and packed yeah. up, couldn't you? Of course, like yeah, that that comes through your mind, obviously, when yeah, when you're losing yeah. two, winning one, losing three, winning one, or whatever yeah. it is. But on the talent was always there. Yeah, and I don't think the talent was the problem. It was it was mentally, I think, with a bit of strength. Yeah, it, it, like every box is not the same, is it? Like it's not mm. a one size fits all sort of thing. So like whatever one boxer might have it straight away and get all the success quicker yeah. than one takes a few years and has to grow and, and just it's not a one size fits all no that's right and all this and this whole journey all you've kept doing is developing 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 and you're like your skill set as a boxer is huge like as a boxer like you were yeah. you're a very highly skilled boxer and and it's hard for someone to outbox you now isn't it yeah because right? of like the everything that you've got to they have to like like in the in the last year or something the losses that you've taken were just where you were outmanned as such, where yeah. they, you had yeah. like, like when you come out against Muzzy, like you were two rounds up, you were absolutely yeah. Yeah. running it, and then he obviously I've been outmanned. A bit of age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now no, he's moved up to the new weight class as well, time, haven't yeah. he? Yeah. So it's um, yeah, no, certainly doing that. So, so what's um, so you've obviously had a good journey. You're you're half and half. You're just coming into the elite level now. It's a shame the pandemic came. But well, I'll say that for you, it wasn't a bad timing, was it? Because you 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 got that injury, didn't you? You picked up yeah, the knee injury. Yeah, I hurt my knee sparring. You know, like Bambi on ice. Is, yeah, Bambi on ice. Recalled, yeah. So it's given you a bit of time to recuperate the injury. So you haven't really lost out on any time. The only gutting thing was that we 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 withdrew you from the ABAs, didn't we? Yeah, which has not happened in the end, but it looks yeah. like it might happen again. But yeah, next yeah. year's always that's it, another year, isn't it? More time to grow into the weight, exactly, isn't it? Yeah. So um so what's your goals as a boxer then? Um I wanna I wanna hit fifty obviously for the same club, fifty fights for the same club. Mm-hmm. Um a good crack at the senior ABAs, do well, uh I would like to get into the last three days, the quarter semis, finals, impress a few people. Top ten in the uh, boxing magazine, is it? In yeah, yeah, boxing news, yeah. And just get a name for myself, really. You know, it's all it's all uh, work experience for the pros. That's how I see it. 
Yeah, so you want to be a professional then? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah, you want to be a professional when the time's right. Yeah, 23, 24. Yeah. I think that'd be time to have a good crack at the Yeah, no, I agree with that as well. You're still only 19. You've still got, I think you've got... a baby in the game, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a cut give you a couple more couple of three more years of building that man strength mate you're gonna yeah. be you're gonna develop into a real top boxer i believe yeah you're gonna come a while so who was your idols who's been your boxing idols um well the person that got me into boxing was i remember watching carl frotch believe it or not really yeah and bootleg, remember God, you're the first person that's ever said to me that Cole i know it's mental like i just I was, I was a bit too young for ricky atten really i only saw the yeah. end of his career and yeah so yeah I, that, that was more my my era that was ricky hatton yeah I it was more like i watched him against mayweather and pacquiao pre his last two fights where i really yeah. saw but then obviously until later saw how good he was really. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, you know, like the Mayweathers, the Pacquiao's. I used to be a big fan of Miguel Cotto back in the day. Mm, yeah, great fighter, wasn't he? Great yeah, fighter. Like, around like the welterweight, middleweights, you know, mm. there's sort of what got me into boxing, the Pacquiao's, the Mayweathers and that. Cotto yeah. often gets overlooked in that kind of speech, doesn't oh, it? Like when so people well. say when people say who are your boxing idols, he gets overlooked quite a lot. But he was yeah. an absolute warrior, wasn't he? He, he gave Mayweather fits when they fought, really. What yeah, yeah, yeah. He he um he he was never in a boring fight. Never, no, no, complete and utter warrior. Yeah. And he's uh, yeah, he's someone I like. I used to love watching him. Um, yeah. So then, so also like so we're talking. So he was your idol. That was brand brand new. Um. So you came through, like, as in, obviously, I train you as a boxer and have been part of your coaching team for the last uh, four seasons now. But um, you then started with us working in the mentoring program that we run like, for yeah. the Olympia Boxing Mentoring Program. Because you hadn't done no coaching before that, had you? No, nothing, no. I've always wanted to be a coach. Mm. That was always the plan after boxing, was always yeah. to stay in boxing. But never really had the, the path to... Um, Follow it through, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you came on, you joined our mentoring program, and and got all your got your qualification, first qualification, all your um, like your first aid and your child safeguard and certificates and everything. And then you started. Um, you were what was it shadowing, wasn't you? Shadowing. You yeah. shadowed myself on the boxing for oh, Parkinson. Mm-hmm. You went with yeah. Lewis into the schools, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. And now you're now you're. You're leading your own programs, aren't you? You've, you've taken the lead on the Boxing for Parkinson's program and also the SEN program and Northfleet as well, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, I've got two programs now. Yeah, so how, have you, how did you find the mentoring program, like the whole layout of it? Yeah, it was very good, you know. Um, it was different. Like, you learn... It's not so much coaching, it's how to coach. Like, boxing-wise, I, I, know, every, like, I know quite a lot. I want to everything. No, the techniques and stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just how to bring it across to people, how to how to run a session, which I never really like. Had to break it down, start yeah. middle end sort of thing. Yeah, just it opened your eyes up to to more than just the boxing itself, sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it shows you that us coaches do like have a, a little bit of knowledge here and there, yeah, don't just we? Yeah. <laughs> don't just turn up and just tell you how to box. We have yeah, to exactly. Yeah, there is a bit of planning. <laughs> there is a bit of planning towards it. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, no, so did you enjoy the process, though? Because it was like a six-month process, wasn't it, that we yeah. took you to? Did you enjoy it? 
Yeah, it was good. Yeah, like the courses were quite good. Like first aid and that. Yeah, out my comfort zone because I didn't have a clue about first aid. Yeah, yeah but it um, is though, isn't it? Neither, but when, though, yeah. when you don't, you don't know what you don't know. It's as simple as that. Like, yeah, and like I had a, I had a quite a thingy first aid scenario when I first joined with the Parkinsons, didn't I? So yeah. it was like that was yeah. like a learning curve that you never yeah. need. No, that's right. Yeah, it was it was something for me as well. To yeah, know. Like, so I've, I've been inv- I've been involved in some first aid accidents, but nothing quite quite as strenuous yeah. as that yeah one. so yeah no it's good mm, no good good no that's fantastic so um so since you've become a coach like for the mentoring and lead in your own programs now what challenges have you faced obviously working with people that have disabilities or that are not young and like people have parkinson's for yeah. instance people with learning difficulties it's different to explain boxing to them. Like, oh, if yeah. I'm speaking to another boxer, that's easy. Like, we're we're on the yeah. same wavelength. But yeah. I have to bring it across to someone that has never boxed in their life. Yeah, that that's quite challenging in itself. But yeah, and you have to find good. the ways of coaching. That's what coaching is. Yeah. that's what coaching is. Like, you have to find your way of expressing what you're what you're trying to teach onto someone that that may not understand because people learn in different ways don't they so you have yeah. to you have to figure out which way around that they're going to pick it up the best you're trying to not kid them into the technique but like mm. trying to trick them into doing it sort of thing if yeah. that makes sense yeah no no i know what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. like because sometimes it's hard you can go through each different scenario you can demonstrate you can do it vocally everything yeah. and they still don't it's pick it working, up yeah. and then somehow you have to pick a trick that actually gets them into doing it's like it. a light switch and then they get it isn't it like yeah yeah, just, yeah. we've been doing that with you for the last 10 years <laughs> <laughs> it's only finally turned off <laughs> yeah so um what do you have as do you have any coaching goals then uh i've I've always wanted to run, like, believe it or not, be a coach at St Mary's, like, when my boxing's finished. Yeah, like, so you want to be a career St Mary's, yeah? Yeah, like... Box for St Mary's, St. Mary's and then be a coach. Through. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. That's good so too, that's yeah. the plan. I've always wanted to, like, when boxing finishes, have, have like, an amateur side and hopefully train pros and sort of, mm. like, have it all mixed yeah. in one sort of thing. That's the plan. I, I want to stay in boxing until... Until you drop. Yeah, to a drop down. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's the same as the rest of us, mate. It's a bug yeah. that you don't get rid of. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's right. No, good stuff. And it's good to hear that as well, because because some, especially like your age, you're only nineteen, and some like some boxers and that like that, all they look past is like literally, I want to, I want to be a professional. They don't think about development side of. Uh, I want to develop more as a senior, as in the amateurs, um, and then turn professional, and then after that, I want to finish up being a coach. You don't hear a lot of young people that always just like, I want to be a pro. That's it. Many, so, many are turning pro. I think too soon these days as well. Yeah, not, people, people not even having a senior fight and turning pro. People don't get this. Like, yeah. and it's like youth boxing, free twos or free threes versus senior boxing is just. Is a different yeah, kettle of fish. It is, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot. Especially when you do four threes against grown, tough men that know yeah. how to take a shot, know how to survive. Yeah, but a lot of them will get like found out. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Like, there, there's a lot of people. A lot of them are turning over, aren't they? Far too quickly. There's no, um, there's no harm in in doing a few more years as an amateur, like. No, it's right. That's you're right. picking up. You're picking up. Like, some of some of these haven't even had thirty bouts. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like you and 
I was talking about this yesterday with a um, with another coach actually, and I was saying um, I was saying like like when you get to like thirty bouts, like around thirty bouts, you're just entering the elite level, and that's really where your big development is coming. Yeah. That's what I've learned. I've learned winning, two years. Yeah, you win, some you lose, some you win, some yeah. you lose, some. But you really start developing like your body. Because at intermediate, like intermediate level, novice intermediate level, you're still relatively having a swing about. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right? They're still relatively having a bit of a ding-dong. But when you move into that elite class, even though there is fighting there, but it's a lot more chess matchy and yeah. boxing, like the art of boxing. And that's when like some people around that 30 bout mark are just getting their their um their development, their their knowledge and everything, right, of just how they how to box probably. But some of these people are turning before they even get that and they're they're thinking they're gonna develop as a as a professional, which they can do really young, but they're missing out on they're missing out on so much, I think. Yeah, and I think as well when you're a junior and a youth, it's it's like fencing, like you know, you're trying to hit, you're trying not to get hit. With yeah. with the senior side, you you you're in there to hurt them, you're in there to yeah. punch holes for them pretty much. Yeah, which, I, yeah. which I've learned like now Especially as a pro, more. as a pro, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's not, it isn't, it's not a fencing game. It's not. Won't get away with tippy tapping for three, four rounds no. in a 10, 12 round fight. You need to, with the seniors, you get stuck in, you go to the body a lot more. Yeah. The amount of body punching seniors compared to juniors level is, is non It's non existent. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, yeah, you're perfect to say that, aren't you? You know, you've yeah. boxed all the way through it. So I just think. You've got, you've got to learn your trade. There's no point rushing. It's like, I think, oh, I don't know where I saw this, but Sam Egan and Ted Cheeseman are the perfect example. They're 24, 26. Yeah. And they, they've been like through absolute wars. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've still got another six, seven years to go. That's but right. What, yeah. There's no point in rushing. You want them fights when you're 29. Going yeah, into and, and, and the likes of Sam Egginton, not so much Ted, he's been beaten a couple times, but the likes of Sam Egginton, a lot of people are saying he's finished already. He's only 26. Yeah, where do you go from there? Like, yeah. you're 27, you're probably going to have to find another job after boxing. Been in too many wars. Like... Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You turn pro 23, 24, learn your trade, and then by 29, 30, you're fighting for titles. Yeah. And and that's when you're really in. When you're peaking as a man yeah, as well. Exactly. That's when you're peaking as, exactly. as, a, as a human, as a man. You're, you're peaking your man's strength and, and your fitness and everything is around that age, isn't it? You've only got a good seven, eight years, nine years in the, in the pro game, I think. You can't stay around yeah. too long, so. No, yeah. I agree, yeah. No, good stuff. That's good to hear that. So, so how do you think boxing benefits the community? And like boxing in schools, what we do, how do you think it, it benefits everyone? I think... Boxing is different to other sports, I think. Football and that, like boxing, it brings you loads of different disciplines, the main thing, obviously. You know, I've seen, when I've been in the gym, I've seen so many kids and like, a lot of mates now that you think, if he doesn't box, he, he's going to be like in prison, he's going to yeah. be on the streets. And with like other sports like football and that, it doesn't have that discipline side, that mm. to get you off the streets. You, yeah. you can miss the training of football. Like, it, would it it won't probably affect your game that much but you miss training at boxing you're nabe your fitness yeah. won't be there and it's not just in the gym boxing it's out the gym like with your runs and 
It's a true sport, isn't it? What you put in is what you get out. Yeah, found out, hundred percent. Yeah, because I found out a few times, like a couple of my fights, I think, oh, I'm getting quite good at this as a kid. I don't really need to run in that. And then you're in there for three minute and a half rounds, and you. You're blowing like bloody yeah. hell. And it's yeah. only a half round. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, boxing pretty much takes over your life sometimes. So It does, it that, does. There's no, there's no sometimes about it. If you yeah. if you do boxing properly, it yeah. does take over your life. It takes over us coaches' life. Yeah. Like all the coaches would like tell you about that. Like it's the only thing like it's like when you see them little photos, isn't it? Like like football coach twice a week, rugby coach twice a week, boxing coach seven days a week. Yeah, like that's exactly, what it yeah. is true. Exactly. Uh, you, true you're, yeah. If you're not like, when you're in an individ- in a team sport or something like that, you're with a team of people, even mm. though we're a team as, as a boxing club, but you're all individuals. Uh, mm. You might be boxing Saturday, but yet someone might be boxing Thursday, Friday, Sunday, you know, and then the coaches are out every, every single day. Yeah. Like, and, if not that, and that and that's what I love about boxing. That's why I chose. That's why I chose boxing. Like yeah. football, I didn't feel it was boring. I didn't boxing. You're it's you. Yeah, it's you. Everything else. you that's do it. is for you, isn't it? Like, like if you lose, it's your fault. You can't blame no one else. Even though yeah. I do try sometimes, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> it's you versus someone else. That's it. You yeah. know, yeah. Like, it's, that's it's all I like on you. It. Yeah, that's yeah. what I liked about it, was the self-achievement. The self-achievement. Yeah. When you like, win, you win. It's not yeah. you winning 11 other and people. Ten, yeah, that's like, right. Like, yeah. But it's what you try to explain to people that don't understand like, when when they say, what does that feel like when you get your hand raised? It's the best feeling, isn't it? It's like... Oh, you go from up there to when you lose to, yeah, to down there. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. And it's like yeah. the same thing. You're in the changing rooms, absolutely shitting yourself, and you're thinking, "Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this?" Like yeah. thinking about every which way you can you can see an open window to fit through and do a runner. So then, when you get your arm raised, you you realise why you got your arm raised, and that's why you did it, isn't it? Yeah. So when we when I boxed the Rams game, you was warming me up, and it's it's that silence, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like oh. <laughs> Like, and you think oh, I don't really need to be doing this. Yeah, that's you right. Don't even get for yeah. It. Yeah, like, know, like, I don't really need to do this. But why just, am I here? Why am yeah, I doing this? Like, for the love I, of used, it. I used to love like like Midge Noakes. You know how like good he good yeah. he is, and like how fearsome of a An animal. He is. Yeah, animal. Like you see him warm up. It's hilarious. Like he, 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 what am I doing this for? I'm not doing this yeah. again. And then he goes out and flattens a kid in exactly. thirty seconds. And then like, goes, that's why I do it. <laughs> The warming up's the worst bit, you know. Yeah, it's the anticipation yeah, it's of not knowing. Out, right? Yeah. No, that's right. So the, no, um, the community just it just changes you, like discipline and it, literally with boxing, you can go one way or the other way. You quit boxing, yeah. you go down a path. Like boxing's like a sport for the poor, isn't it? Really? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like yeah. So yeah, definitely. It just changes your mindset. It does it get, it get, it get it does like we've all got all the stories, haven't we? All the big time stories uh, of all the big time pros that uh, uh, have come from nothing to make something. But, but even if you look down at grassroots level, the difference that it makes for just say little Johnny that that hasn't got nothing at home gets pulled into the gym yeah. and he's developed as a person and he's come away from a bad background or a path that he could end up in drugs. Uh, 
like prison, uh, bad stuff, all that stuff to turn yeah. into a decent human being. Exactly. No, that's it. That's the success of boxing. It's yeah. not all about the champions. Yeah. It's about the 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 positive paths that it puts people on. Because that boxing discipline translates into college, school, yeah, yeah. and everything else. Yeah, no, that's right. It's It, it really does. It has a trickle-down effect, doesn't it? Yeah, no, 100%, man. That's why it's the greatest sport in the world. 100%. Yeah. So what have you learned since you started coaching? Um, how to communicate, confidence, you know, yeah. like... If you know the techniques, you know the combinations, it's, it's sad to deliver it. Yeah. Like, if you don't know how to deliver it, you're not going to be a very good coach necessarily. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, made you find your voice. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Because as yeah. you know, I might be a little bit quiet sometimes. <laughs> not, <laughs> in recent, quiet not in recent times. So it might have something to do with our mentoring. It's the yeah, maybe. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, just confidence and, yeah, confidence learning how to engage with other people that you wouldn't engage with normally. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be at a Parkinson's class if I wasn't a coach. You know what I mean? No, that's right. Yeah. In different communities and, but yeah, it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's very rewarding. Have you learned anything technical, like as in such for your own boxing? Has it made you more technically minded and stuff you like that? You did from a different angle, didn't you? Instead of the boxer, you're more the coach. So you see... Yeah. When you see someone else doing it, you think, oh, I like that, I'll take bits. Yeah. From, yeah. Other, like, yeah. from other coaches or while you're training someone, you, you can, in, when you're doing it yourself, you can't see what you're doing sort of thing. No, that's you right. Yeah. From another angle, didn't you? Yeah, no, that's good. So we'll finish off with then. So like, in, in, where would you, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Five years. Um, hopefully having my professional debut or a couple of pro fights in. Still, still being a coach, if it's Dan St. Mary's or yourself, you know, yeah. still helping the community learn boxing. Well, hopefully, you'll have a full time job with us by five years. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just you know, working my way up the pro ladder and yeah, being a coach still. Just enjoying boxing and enjoying yeah, life. Yeah, as soon as the enjoyment stops, that's when you stop, isn't it? So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that, and then it's the hunger as well. Like, yeah. at the time. I was talking to John H. Stracy a couple of weeks ago, and and he said, uh, like I said to him, do you remember the time when when uh, you decided enough was enough? Like he won the WBC championship and stuff like that. And he said, yeah, I was going to make a comeback, and I was still living at home at the time. And he said um, he retired at 28, I believe it was. Which is quite young for today. Yeah, he, um, but he'd done everything. He had like over 100 bouts as an amateur, and then he had like I think it was. Like fifty odd, I think it was fifty. Without looking at the route, I think it was fifty odd bouts as a, as a pro. And he was twenty eight by this time. And he said, he said he remembered his dad came in to wake him up, say go for your run, son. And he he woke up and he said the hunger. I, I decided in that split second, hunger wasn't there no more. I didn't want to get up and run. And he said, and that's why I decided to retire. So and that's the way to do it. Always. Too early is better than too late, ain't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 100%. Because it, no. it can be yeah, a damaging sport, can't it? And you don't want to be a stepping stone for someone else. Exactly. Like, I've always said, do it for the enjoyment and not and not the money. Because yeah, 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 you're yeah. never yeah. going to be there at the start. And that's what even John H said that. Because obviously back then, like, he, he retired in the 70s. But, mm -hmm. but he, um, like, the money is different than what it is to now. But he said, like, I never did it for the money. Because like, if you did it for the money, then you're... 
your heart's not in the boxing. You're seeing it no. as a job, aren't you? Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, and you, and, and, you for it. and you could also you could take the wrong move. Yeah, just for so the money. My, exactly. The sharks might offer you a lot of money to be to be set up for a prospect or something. Be in the away corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. got to do it for you, haven't you? And make sure that you make the right decision. Hundred percent. No, good stuff. All right, Rob. Well, like it started off as a uh, as a, it was meant to be a mentoring podcast, and uh, end up talking just having a chat about boxing. But that's what yeah, the that's always what is, isn't it? Yeah. So no, good stuff, mate. All right, then, mate. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks and, for having uh, me on. Yeah, no worries. And uh, yeah, keep keep training hard, keep coaching well, and uh, we can yeah we'll we we'll get you back on in a little while to have a little update, see where you are. Hopefully, you'll be the the senior elite champion by then. Hundred percent. Yeah, I look forward to that. Cool. All right, mate. Yeah. I shall speak to you later. Speak to you later. See you later, mate. Bye. So there we have it. I think that was a great podcast there with Rob. Good to get his insight as well, like from a boxer, young person, he's only 19, and he's done quite a lot in his career as a boxer. He's came all the way from a schoolboy all the way up to now an elite level boxer. And he's been there, seen it, he's competed with the best in the country. So um, shows that boxing has really developed him as a young person into what he's come. It's great to hear that he has future goals of staying in the sport and, and giving back and helping teach everyone. He's become a great coach since he's been with us on the mentoring program. And, and I know the young people that he's he's working with currently with the SEM programs that we're delivering, uh, they really value him and think he's fantastic. Same as our Boxing for Parkinson's team, they're, they're, they're rave about him, they enjoy his coaching and he's doing a really great job and he's got a big future. So I hope you enjoyed that. And if you'd like to follow Rob, um, you can find him on Instagram. He's quite big on that, um, Robert Caswell. Um, but if you'd like to follow what we're getting up to, our website is www.olympiaboxing.co.uk. Our Twitter and Instagram is at Olympia Boxing, and we have a Facebook page called Olympia Boxing CIC. So if you could do us the great honour of rating and reviewing this podcast, this will enable our uh, podcast to go out to a wider audience, which helps us grow and, and spread the word and the love of boxing. So once again, guys, we will be back next week with another guest. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback, guys, of like what topics you'd like to be covered or who you'd like to see on the podcast or if you yourself would like to come on there, please let us know, guys. Have a great week and we'll see you next week.